passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Post ProRes for the month of November 2023. My name is WH Park, and uh, joining me uh, from here on out, we'll just say, is Karen Peterson. <laughs> Hello, Karen. We're making it official, WH. <laughs> That's right, making it official. <laughs> We're making it official. Um, yeah, I mean, just so people know, like, you know, usually, for traditionally, this show has been John Pollock and myself, but, you know, John, John is a very busy man. <clears throat> Excuse me. He's a he's a parent. He's he he co-owns co-runs the site with Waiting. They're very the both of them are very busy busy people. So you know, like we thought, well, who's as qualified as John Pollock to come on the show <laughs> with WH Park to talk about Japanese wrestling? Well, none other than our very own Sensei Karen Karen Sensei. However, you want to be referred to as Karen Karen Peterson. So this post Perez is the Park and Peterson show uh, from here on out. Occasionally, maybe it'll be Park Peterson and Pollock and, and, and maybe occasional guests. I'm thinking end of the year, I might invite somebody to come on the show with Sounds us. Good. Talk about the, the year, year, year in review for uh, for Japanese wrestling. Um, but how have you been, Karen? I've been well. I, I can't believe it's already been a month since you and I last recorded post Perez, but life's good. It's slowly starting to feel like autumn here, it, but, you know, it could go back up to summer temperatures by the weekend, so who knows. <laughs> it was, I went I went to get my uh, flu vaccination and, and the new COVID boost. Uh, not, it's not a booster, actually. It's a COVID vaccine. It's a new The, the bivalent? Vaccine, the bivalent yeah. to take care of the new, the new variants. Like, I got, I booked both of them at my local pharmacy, and I was, I left the house, I was going out the door, and then like, five minutes into my walk, so I thought, I'm gonna, it's like a, maybe a 15 minute walk away from me. So I thought, I'll just get some fresh air, get a bit of walking done. I was freezing. I had my fleece <laughs> like hoodie on. Like it's, it's, it's pretty good. Right. But I actually wore a short sleeve shirt because like you want to roll up your sleeves to get the needle. Yeah. Right. So I was like, no, got to go back. I had to get another layer, to put that <laughs> on. And then I went back and I was just like, it was minus three outside. I mean, there ain't no shame in a layer game when, especially in the winter. So. <laughs> It, it, like 1 p.m. here in Toronto, it was like it was minus three. It was much more comfortable today. It was like I say closer to one or two, like above freezing today. So 
Uh, that's all Celsius for you American people. So you're you, you're not thinking, my God, it was minus three. You, how did you survive without a hat? Went, uh, uphill both ways in the snow. Right. Uh, <laughs> back in my day, we had to walk to school. <laughs> you know. So, anyways, you know, you know what I've been experimenting with, Karen here on here on the streamer gimmick. Uh, what banners. have you been experimenting with? I, I've, been experimenting, so I, I've, I've got a banner for us. <laughs> That makes yes. me happy. There you go. WH Park and Carrie Pearson giving you the rundown on the major happenings or non-happenings in Japanese wrestling. It, we're, we're in that weird, like, end, like pre-end of the year sprint where it's like everything's starting to get set up for, like, the new year. But at the same time, it's like everybody needs downtime to prepare for the that last sprint once December comes. Well, you know, here's a plug for the uh, for the YouTube video. Because usually we record this on on Streamyard, and we do the video, of course, for for the YouTube channel at you know YouTube uh, slash YouTube dot com slash Post Wrestling. Um, I I have written this, the description for this show, and 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 I, I feel it's kind of a bit funny. So like for all of you just listening to this, you know, go go get <laughs> go go to the YouTube channel. All right, go find the show. Right, you if you if you click on this through the postwrestling dot com. There's a link to the YouTube uh, show version of this. It's worth it. Just, 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 you don't have to watch the whole show. Okay. If you listen to this already, just, you want to know what I'm talking about. Just, just go read the, read the description and then hit, hit a like and subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Oh, wow. I've, I'm just doing the whole YouTube uh, <laughs> selling here, right? Oh my God. I'm, I'm doing a YouTube you. pitch here. Just hit that notification bell. Don't miss out on new shows. Blah, blah, blah. You know why you're at it. Just don't be a freeloader either. Just, just sign up for uh, just sign up for, for to be a YouTube cafe. member. What? The Post Wrestling Cafe. Sign up there. Come hang. No, but there's also a separate, you know, for YouTube members. Oh, if yeah? they don't want to sign up for the Patreon, and they want to sign up for the cafe, but they want to just get all the YouTube uh, co- content, the stuff that's, you know, this is free. You know, most of my shows are free, except for MC later. You have to, you know, you got to be behind the youtube member you know gimmick or the patreon gimmick for that but it's it you know like why not just if you're not if you're not comfortable with patreon for some reason hey do the youtube uh membership with post wrestling you you get you get us in 10k man maybe in i maybe some people got a 14k oh god no please (laughs) we're we're like i'm mega pixelated (laughs) or something at this point anyway there's my pitch. You know, you know, and MCU later, I, I, I slandered the, uh, the freeloaders and at least one person said they signed up in the forum. They said, I signed up to hear more WH Park at MCU later because I don't want to be a freeloader no more. And so there you go. So all you freeloaders, if you want to hear me on MCU later and see what the greatness that I, I spew out there <laughs> talking about Marvel <laughs> movies, comic books, my hatred of Mace Windu, just you got to sign up for that. I, I hear you have a special guest on the, the upcoming episode of MCU later. This coming it's weekend. one uh, Karen Peterson. Oh, that's you. <laughs> it's me. They're getting a double yes. shot of us in the same week. I don't know how the world will survive. I don't know. Well, well, you know, I, w- I would ask you, Karen, what your opinions of Mace Windu are. But we'll save those for MCU later. Yourself, me, Rich Fan. We're, we're going to. boy, Rich Fan. That's right. Rich Fan rich is rich fan. amazing, except he loves Mace Windu. I have a differing opinion about Mace Windu, oh, but I won't. Lord. I won't go into it fully here because it's not the really the the platform for that. But uh, but we'll we'll get your thoughts about Mace Windu as a as as a Jedi, 
in, uh, on MCU later. Is it, and we'll is talk it about Loki season two as well. <laughs> is it a win do or a win don't? I don't know. We'll find out. Well, we'll find out, won't we? You know what? Like I, <laughs> I was, uh, I, I was uh, texting with uh, John Pollock, and 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 I just to say, like, I don't know if he had seen it yet. I was talking to him about the. Uh, a match we'll talk about today is uh, Kento Miyahara versus uh, Triple Crown Champion Yuma Aoyagi. I watched it. Did you watch it, right? I'm, re- I'm ready. <laughs> just tell him my thoughts about it. And he 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 messed back and he's like he chimed in, and then uh, he brought up Katsuhiko Nakajima, and then he asked me, "Oh, do you think he you think he's staying long term?" And I said, "Well, you'll have to. Well, John, you'll just have to listen to Post Perez later to find out the answer." And he said, "That's a good." Perfect answer. So John John's <laughs> definitely uh listening right now and he's like he had better be. shut the fuck up and just get to <laughs> what you think about Kasiko Nakajima. That's what he's thinking right now. Wait for it. it. Be patient. Be patient. And if he's watching this on the YouTube, he might not be because his kids could walk in and hear me saying the F word <laughs> all the time. Uh he he will like see this wonderful banner and he's gonna send me a message and he's gonna say, WH that banner was maybe the one of the greatest banners, not maybe not in the top three, because most of those would be created by Way, but maybe maybe it's in the top fifteen. This this banner you have created, but we we, we will uh, we don't need this banner. I've got one more banner later. You'll you'll see you? it later if you're on the YouTube. <laughs> like, see, you can't see the banners if you don't go on the YouTube, right? There you go. Anyway, this this show is free, so there's no excuse really not to click on the We're YouTube and just, just click a like. It away. Get, give it a like. Get, subscribe. Hit that notification bell. The whole whole kitten caboodle so that being said i I, before we get into the japanese stuff right i just want to talk about american wrestling because my god it's so funny out there and 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 did you know karen that impact wrestling has become is going to rebrand itself to tna i did i did see that and now i'm confused but i i guess for those who have the tn the the long-term tna nostalgia it's a good thing i've spent so many years practicing calling it impact that now I have to retrain my brain to start calling it TNA again. And not to be outdone, you know, not to be outdone. Tony (laughs) Khan with his recent signing uh, has also started turning AEW into TNA. Well, (laughs) you can't, you can't spell Tony Khan without TNA. So, so, you know, we're going to have two versions of TNA out there. One, the legitimate one. And the one, you know, it's, it's bad enough being WWE like it's even worse trying to be like, TNA light when you want to be the next when your goal is not to be the next you know as a promoter not as a human being the next Vince McMahon when that's not your goal but your goal is to be the next Dixie Carter I, I mean there's something you should maybe there should be someone should step in and intervene and just say Tony that ain't it that ain't it fam you 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 don't need me we had one Dixie Carter that was enough maybe you want to be the the next you want to be the first Tony God and, and just do things differently and provide a true alternative to the WWE and and whatever else is that has been existing before because in he was he was he was on his way there. I don't know what's yeah. going on with with that guy. It, you know? it feels like it feels like lately, and this is probably where the AEW stands are to come to get me. AEW is turning more into WWE, and then not the good version of WWE. Then people are willing to discuss about. So well, I, I, here's the thing: I, mean, I will say, like as a very very casual viewer of American wrestling. Yeah. Right now, I, I feel WWE is like product wise is is so much better than than AEW because there seems Correct. to be an end goal for all their storylines, except maybe yeah. Roman. I don't know when he's losing that fucking belt, <laughs> and he's, I don't even know when he's going to show up on the show either. 
Yeah, I, I feel like they're they're holding out for The Rock to actually commit to a WrestleMania. So who knows? Maybe you know, twelve years from now, we oh, don't. Please know. do not put the belt on Dwayne. Do not put the belt on Dwayne. That would be that. It, it's bad enough. Roman still has it, and he didn't listen to Cody at WrestleMania. You know. Anyways. Yes. I, you know what? I my favorite thing is right now in WWE damage What's control. Damage control is, is fucking awesome. I I love damage I love control. Them. I love them so I, yeah, much. I, I love the, the the chemistry of like Dakota Kai, Eosky, and Bailey. You know, the best thing I've ever met Bailey turning heel. People yes. thought that's not gonna work. She's she's a great heel because she's just like she just love. It's just the complete opposite of her babyface character and what she became famous for. And then she just yeah. calls all the fans idiots and like she's she's funny. She's like if yeah. I was in that locker room and I was talking to Candice LeRae or. Fucking like Bianca Belair or fucking Becky. I, this is what I'd be saying to them. If I was, if I was, if I was a, a woman's wrestler, main event level, like, uh, like Bailey was, this is what I'd be saying to, to all of them, like to Charlotte, to Becky, all of them. I'd be like slandering them to their face with backup from Dakota. And you know, I don't even want, I don't even want new people to join. I just want this trio. I want it to be like the shield. You know, they never added members to the shield. They kept it, they kept it just the three. They got to just keep damage control. Just the three. Correct. Can I you agree. imagine if can you imagine if EO brought them to stardom? How amazing Woof! would that be? Woof! Don't tease me <laughs> with a good time, WH Park. Well, they, 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 they show up at like some stardom Budokan show and they come down, the three of them. That place would go nuts. I mean, when she was Evie. Dakota Kai did have a run in stardom. I don't think Bailey ever made it over there, but I would have. I would love to see Bailey in stardom. Perfectly honest. They like everyone knows who Bailey is. Like everyone knows who. Like if you follow women's wrestling, it doesn't matter if it's Joshi or American wrestling. It it, it doesn't matter. Like you know who most of the WB like main event stars are. You know who yeah. Charlotte is. You know who Becky is. You know who Sasha and Bailey are right. Then you, yeah, then for, you're the gonna last, go down. for the last ten years, those have been the names, even when right? they were in NXT. So, and then you you know who Bianca is. You know who, you know, of course, Asuka is, and, and now Io and, and Kyrie before. So, like, just show up. That would be that would be awesome. It'll never happen with no. like the current current the current situation uh, politically or anything like that. And I don't see I any uh, any of any of those names. Any of those three leaving the WB at the moment because they are they are no. they like EO. She's she's like she's on cloud nine. It seems like I I follow her on Instagram. She's always yeah. posing with her belt. It's like she's she's so happy to be a WB women's champion. You know, to add I, to I her she, already impressive very resume. short history. The problem, yeah, so the thing that EO has been through is the same thing that Kyrie and Oscar were both through. That, that they were when they did the you know post WrestleMania spearing away of like half of NXT every year. They were always the ones that got left behind to help carry the rebuild of NXT to you know transition to the next set of champions. So it's like she was in NXT for like much longer than she, neither either you know she I think she's actually there longer than Kyrie was, and she didn't need to be there that long because no, but she's she's making up for it. Yes, like coming in as part of Damage Control was perfect booking, and and like like her story with Bailey. And and with being tag champs with Dakota was great. I thought they were a very great team. And then now she's got the story building, eventually building to a match with Bailey. But this is not yeah. this is not actually the WWE, uh, you know, Joshi show. <laughs> so well, I, mean, I just wanted I mean, to say, Io does fall in the realm of the Joshi because she's one of go. the names that's synonymous with it, and she does have a title match on Saturday. So 
We'll see if it's her, if she walks out with the belt or if Bianca Belair is going to reclaim the belt that got stolen from her. We'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But let, let's talk about ProRes. Let's talk first about Zenihan ProRes, aka All Japan Pro Wrestling, and uh, they they had uh, a show uh, recently that that featured uh, at Corican Hall that featured the uh, V5 of Yuma Aoyagi's Triple Crown Title Reign, a belt he won. From uh, Yuji Nagata back in July, on July second, and uh, yeah, he, he I I watched this match and I thought it was amazing. I just thought Kento Miyahara brought it, and he, you know, he was there to like. He didn't have one of them boo boo faces. Oh, I'm going to put somebody over. I don't want to look like it. You know, he has no problem putting people over because he is very secure in his position as a top star. Doesn't matter if he loses or not. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the best kind of wrestler, you know, very much like Hiroshi Tanahashi in that way, you know, no boo faces on Tana's face when he has to put somebody over. Right. So yeah. Keno Miyahara, Yumiyagi and to, and Yumiyagi has been having an amazing year. I have to say, yeah. like if you look at his like 2023 from January to now, it's, it's been, it's a very impressive. He, he was one of the one half of one of the best tag teams with, with Kento. Uh, and they were, uh, World Tag Team Champions for quite a bit during this year. Uh, they recently lost it to the Saito Brothers, who traditionally I am not a fan of. I, I actually think they're quite crap. But I got to say, recent matches I've I've watched their title, you know, their their tag team matches, including some title defenses. Um, they they've they've gotten more confident. They're less uncoordinated, and you yeah. know, I'm hoping the development continues. And then I can say, you know what? I always like those Saito Brothers, and then people will be like, <laughs> <laughs> WH, no, you didn't. But they're getting better. They're 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 not quite there yet, but they're 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 getting there. So I'm happy to report that. So I, I want to talk about Yuma because I I think this is something that should have been done years ago. Him, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Jake, Jake Lee. Uh, it's funny. In one year, Noah has established Jake Lee stronger than he ever had in the like the six seven years he's been part. He he started off in in all Japan for wrestling. It's it's yeah. amazing. But like this is what they should have done with Jake. This is what they should have done with Naoya Nomura. These four should have been the guys that they said, okay, we're gonna build. You know, like, and people don't like some. Some people don't like the comparison to the four pillars of the '90s. But that's that's your model from what you base on, right? Like th- these yeah. guys should have been your Masawa Kawada, Tawe, and Kobashi, and then you bring in like when you bring in Shotaro Ashino and. and that's that's great, but like he 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 wins the Yuma wins the title from Nagata July second big moment for him he beats a legend in this board who had a pretty decent run with the Triple Crown himself yeah first defense was against uh, one of his co-highs Kokoto Omori on July twenty second decent little match nothing to write home about uh, his uh, second defense was against another legend another Triple Crown legend Suwama on August six uh, he then defended against another Triple Crown legend and in fact. Uh, 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 you know, he's a Grand Slam champion, Satoshi Kojima on September 3rd. I, worth going to see, I feel. Uh, a V4 was against, uh, one of the, another one of these up and comers that I think New, All Japan is doing a very good job of establishing in the upper tier of their cards. And that's Yuki Honda. They had their title match on September 23rd. And finally, this, this match on October 21st at Corican Hall, V5, Kento Miyahara, he defeats him. And it was just just a decisive win, too. Yeah. And Kento looked amazing in the match. Yuma looked amazing in the match. And then afterwards, 
this is this is a, this was the post match was just as good as the match itself. Because <laughs> who shows up with a bouquet of roses but Katsuhiko, recently freelance, recently escaping the purgatory known as Pro Wrestling Noah, uh, mm-hmm. Kento Miyahara. Oh no, sorry, Katsuhiko Nakajima shows up. He 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 believe I I think the story is Karen. He believed mm-hmm. that Kento was going to win the triple crown yep. from Yuma. He's yep. like so disappointed in him because he was going to challenge him for that belt, and yep. then he just takes a bouquet of roses and smacks Kento as hard as he can. The man walks in dressed to the nines in a nice suit and tie, bouquet of beautiful roses and like you know spider lilies. Walks over to Miyahara and is like, "Bro, I thought you were going to win. I was ready. I had brought you flowers. You, I was ready for you to win." And just wallops him with it. Throws the bouquet on the ground and just strides out. Doesn't even doesn't even acknowledge Aoyagi. He doesn't say anything to him. He just leaves through the crowd. Yeah, and 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 then like Yuma Aoyagi gets on the mic, and he you know like basically he's challenged. He says like, "You want a match with me? Okay, we're gonna have a match." So they are gonna have a match for the Triple Crown title. Uh, Kasiko Nakajima versus Yuma Aoyagi, November fifth. Uh, this coming. Uh, we are recording on the second, so in three days, they will be having a, a match in uh, Hokkaido at the Hotel Emisia Sapporo, which is of course located in Hokkaido, a beautiful uh, prefecture that I've never been to. Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. So Okinawa, like the bookends of of Japan, uh, Hokkaido and Okinawa are the places I I still need to check off my bucket list for for Same. Japan. Um, <laughs> But that that that's the that's the show that they're going to be fighting on. Um, I'm just going to run over what they've announced so far. Also on this card, Takao Mori and uh, uh, Yoshitatsu versus Hikaru Sato and uh, someone I'm not familiar with at all, Sydney Shota Stevens. No idea who this fellow is. Uh, Black Menzure and Tomoya versus Noriyuki Yoshida and Hokai Kumagoro. And if you see the picture of Hokai Kumagoro, he's a, a guy in a black bear gimmick. <laughs> that's the name Kuma Goro. So uh, there you go. Um, so I guess it's uh, black bears are, are very famous up in uh, the, pr- the prefecture yeah. of, of uh, Hokkaido. Uh, Atsuki Aoyo, Aoyagi, El Lindemann, and Fuminori Abe. Wow, what a what a trio that is. Taking on Dan Tamara, Rising Hayato, and uh, the Turing in, in Japan, in all Japan. Jonathan Gresham, former. I didn't realize Nibana. he was over there. Yeah, he's been <laughs> he's been in the he's been touring with all Japan for a while now. Uh, I think it's a great it's a great get yeah. for them. Such, he's a great wrestler and like uh, just adds a little bit more depth to to that uh, you know that uh, that junior division, I, which is is kind of building up. I think you would really like the junior division of uh, of uh, all Japan for wrestling here, Karen. Like you got you got you got your. Uh, your, your 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 little idol boys like uh, Atsuki and, and uh, <laughs> Rising Hayato. I knew you like your 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 pretty boys uh, in, in the junior divisions. So yeah, uh, I do like my pretty boys in the junior division. I'm not, you, I'm not, I'm not gonna be like, oh no, that's not me. Yeah, I do. I'm, I, I'm, Lindemann, not, I'm not ashamed. It. <laughs> you know, Lindemann's current you know PWF junior heavyweight champion. What's not to like about like this roster? And of course, Triple Corn Championship. Katsuhiko Nakajima versus Yuma Aoyagi. Now the question is, and that, that John John Pollock has been waiting with bated breath for us to talk about is, do you think Katsuhiko Nakajima will win the Triple Crown Championship? Do you think he will be staying for some period of time in All Japan Pro Wrestling? Uh, my heart says yes. I think if, you, if you're going to make a statement 
and you know Aoyagi's had a good run with the belt, but if if literally if Nakajima strolls through your front door and is like, allow me to provide you with an opportunity to bring more eyes to your brand, I say put the belt on him. Um, but mm. then I also kind of want him to challenge Shingo at Wrestle Kingdom for the never open weight championship. So I can't have so, both, but I'll take either. Who says, who says you can't have both? Because I feel don't, sir. <laughs> no, what? So yes, I feel please. my feel my feeling is is like this guy is the hottest since he announced that he was going to leave Noah. He he became the hottest news in Japanese wrestling. Because where is this guy going to land? Because legit main event star in Noah carry, helped carry that company on their back, along with uh, like when he returned Goshizaki, along with Marafuji, along with Sugiera, like and and to to some degree Kimia, until Muto came in and ruined everything. Um, he he is someone that my God, there are so many dream matches that are that are on the like money drawing dream matches that are on the table. Okay, and this. They happen to be primarily in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, but you have the one with Kento that is a big one, right? The rematch, he, they had the match earlier this year. He won that match. Uh, Nakajima did. So Kento needs to get that win back. And I think he will. I think if, that's something that if I'm all Japan, I negotiate with Nakajima. Hey, we want you to put him over. We want you to put Nakajima. We want you to put Miyahara over. And I don't see Nakajima being like, no, I'm not going to do that. Sure. I think he's eventually going to have the match, a singles match with Kento and, and put him over. Um, might be for the Triple Crown. So I think he will win the Triple Crown. I don't think it will hurt uh, Yuma Aoyagi because he's losing to a guy who's like uh, a, you know, a bigger star than he is. One, yeah. he's also established himself firmly on, the same, on a similar level to Kento Miyahara, I believe. So yeah. it's okay. He's had five defenses of that belt and they were all like quality matches. Uh, you know, so if he loses... It's okay because you just circle him back into the title picture down the line, and it's and it's fine. There's also the idea that you know the the this year's champion carnival winner was Shotaro Shino, and then he fractured his arm and he couldn't cash in on his 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 title match that he would win. He would he would get because he won the champion carnival. So a lot of people think Yuma got the run that it was meant for Shino. I don't know about that. Like I can see the argument for that. But Ashino is waiting in the wings. He's he's recovering from his arm fracture. He's going to be coming back soon. He is someone, along with Kento, along with Yuma Aoyagi, along with the aforementioned Riki Honda, and I feel like one of their one of their super rookies, Yuma Anzai. Have you seen Yuma Anzai, Karen? I I don't think I have. He is the Karen Peterson type of wrestler. Oh, okay, God. Yuma, Yuma Anzai. He's like, he's very much like in the mold of a Katsuyori Shibata. Ayato Yoshida yeah, type of wrestler. You know my type too well. I just want to pull them a picture. Yeah. So yeah. he's 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 getting the super push. Okay. And then okay. you got in the juniors, Asuke Aoyagi. You have in the tag division, the Saito brothers who who are who get a lot of a good reaction. Coming and then you couple that with, you know, veterans that like to come work there, including Yuji Nagata, including Minoru Suzuki, including Satoshi Kojima, because New Japan go. does not use them, and New Japan does not mind lending them out to, to All Japan for wrestling. And it seems like these guys enjoy working in All Japan because it's a, it's a bit of a different pace. Probably the politics aren't as prevalent uh, or on a as as 
on a on a level that is probably exists in in New Japan Pro Wrestling because of all the mu- much more money involved in that yeah. company. Um, so it's it's I I feel like if people are like getting kind of burnt out by like things not happening in so much or like too many things happening in other companies, I, I feel pro, all Japan Pro Wrestling is is a nice little company like that you can watch and 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 I think other people other fans in Japan are feeling the same way. Because like if you I've I've been watching some of the more recent shows in Tokyo outside of Tokyo and attendance looks way better like just from like looking at the the screen like Cork and Hall for that for that Cork and Hall match for Yuma full. versus Ken it was, it, it was full it was pretty full like I I don't I don't think you could have filled out much more uh, without having like I don't know like Naito show <laughs> or something like that or Hiro Takahashi or or Tanahashi but it was it was a pretty full show and then, like other subsequent shows outside of Tokyo. They look like they're get, drawing a really good crowd because I think they've, they've, the booking along with the fact, oh, they're pushing these younger guys. They are giving us new stars because that's what wrestling fans want. They want new stars. Correct. They're drawing in, uh, uh, people to come back. Maybe they lost them along the way for, from various booking decisions from the last year. They're correcting to be correcting these, these mistakes. And then yeah. now the fans are, are coming back. And it's great to see. Cause I, I try to always try to support all Japan for wrestling. Um, and, 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 you know, I feel like my patience, it might be paying off leading into 2024. We'll, we'll you know, cross our fingers. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, it was one of those things like all Japan's like always been like circling on the corner of my radar, but I never have the time to really go in and watch it. But when, you know, he asked me to come on to this show, I was like, well, I, I, if anything, I definitely need to see that match. And then, you know, Jake Lee versus Keno because, you know, my type. Yes. <laughs> so it was, it, I, I'm going to put this and this is going to be a very hot take. I enjoyed that Yuma Aoyagi versus Kento Miyahara match then more than 60% of the G1 this year. It was a good match and it didn't overstate its welcome. Like, no, I gotta say, I gotta say, I will say most, a lot of the G1 did not overstate its welcome for me to be, to be fair. It, it didn't overstate its welcome, but it also didn't get me excited. I was excited to watch this match and maybe it's because I just haven't watched all Japan in a very long time, but I was just, I felt very invested in it. There's, there's like a natural history because they are, they were tag team partners. They became rivals. They're tag yeah. team partners still, but there's, they're still rivals. So you have that formula that has, that's very you know, traditional in, in Japanese pro wrestling of partners becoming rivals and, 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 and fighting over titles like Masawa Kawada, uh, Fujinami Choshu, you know, like it, it's it, Marafuji, Kenta. These are like common stories. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's good. I also think, pardon me, like one, one thing that's exciting as well. Excuse me. Sorry. Um, is that there's, there's like this feeling that they're, they're going to deliver all these potentially great matches into the new year. But they also have a relationship with other companies throughout Japan, including Big Japan Wrestling, Pro Wrestling, which they bring in people like Fumori Abe, who's a freelancer, but he his primary home is Big Japan. Also, Takuya Nomura, who's been partnering with Tento uh, on and off for the last year or so. It's always great to see one of my favorite Big Japan wrestlers come to all Japan. So I, I think it's a, it's an exciting time. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to like Nakajima wins. He, he can then, you know, challenge Shingo and win that title too. He's, he's a, he'll be a freelancer, right? And I can see like New Japan and, and All Japan saying, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll agree to your terms if you want to work both. Like, you know, like you can't give him 
the U.S. title. You can't give him the World Heavyweight title, but you can give him the Never title safely. Yeah. And he shows up for those shows to defend that belt. And and I think it's for him. It's just like this is I'm gonna I'm gonna make. I'm sure he made a good amount of money being being a contract wrestler for New, uh, from Pro Wrestling Noah, especially after the Cyber Fight deal. But I'm sure he had to deal with a lot of like bullshit in in the last couple of years of his being booked, particularly against like the Nosawa Ron guy, like my, my favorite wrestler club that I'm going to protect like Fujita and Muto that didn't need to happen. So he he's, I think it's, it's good for him because he's in charge of his destiny. He, he can call a lot of his own shots. Like a lot of the freelance wrestlers that do end up working for either or big Japan, uh, new Japan and, and all Japan that, the best example I would say would be Minoru Suzuki. Yeah. Like I, so. like I enjoyed seeing Nakajima in Noah, but I feel like there's like, he's done everything. There really isn't anything left for him to do other than go elsewhere. Yeah. I mean, he can come back and visit for like a special exhibition match, another match with Shiozaki, another tag with, Sh- I don't care, but he needs to go elsewhere and explore the world because there are too many people that haven't seen him wrestle that I think would really enjoy his style. He's only in his thirties. He's in his mid thirties. Yeah. He's in the peak of his wrestling career. He started off when he was 15 years old. He turned pro at 16. He's been wrestling for 20 years. He's a 20 year veteran with, he's wrestled everyone, Karen. He's wrestled everyone in that in the nineties, two thousands up until now, he's wrestled every major star in a tag or singles. He's held multiple junior heavyweight titles in almost every company he's ever worked in. Uh, and every, and a lot, ton of tag team titles with his mentor, Kensuke Sasaki. So it's, it's interesting. I do think eventually he's going to land full time in, in New Japan because I do think he made a comment. He made a statement that the triple, he's in all Japan because he wants to win the triple crown. Because he yeah. says that that is one of three belts that every wrestler in Japan should want to uh, want to hold. That Correct. that's one. He's he's the other is the GHC Heavyweight Championship, which he has won, and the last one would be the IWGP Heavyweight Title, which he has never won. But he he wants. I think he looks to his mentor Kensuke Sasaki, who has held the Grand Slam of Japanese wrestling titles. He has been a Triple Champion, IWGP Champion, and GHC Heavyweight Champion. So I think Katsuhiko Nakajima. Will, 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 that's his goal. I think he knows also the most money he can make is in New Japan. He will get a yeah. nice contract from them. I think, especially if Will Ospreay does indeed leave, I think he will leave uh, at, at the end, at the in the middle of January when his contract's up. I think he will go to America. I think he will go to. I think he'll go to WWE. That's my that's my prediction. Um, you're going to need a void in the main event scene, and what better than? Katsuhiko Nakajima, who you can yep. automatically insert there with Tanahashi, with Naito, with um, Okada. That's the, I think that's a big money match. But also, like you know, who else is there's tons of people he can have rematches with Kenta, where, where Kenta can work to his strength, which is just hit people really, really hard. Okay, so really, really hard. <laughs> and and I forgot if I mentioned this, but one of the conditions, like uh, Yuma Ayagi said, okay, we'll have the triple crown match. If you win, of course, you become the triple crown champion. But if I win. You had to team with Kento in the real world tag league in December. So it's interesting because that would really bolster, I think, attendance for that tour and, 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 and bring a lot of attention that these two former partners, former members, because uh, Kens- Kens- Kento was also a disciple of the, of Kensuke Sasaki. If they team up for that tag league, that Woo! would be very, Woo! very interesting. <laughs> um, and then, Build to match. So it, I, I honestly don't know. My, my gut feeling is 
is Katsuko Nakajima will become Triple Crown champion. But yeah. with that with that condition, like Yuma set down at the in his post match you know declaration, I feel like there's a there's a possibility that that Yuma will will eke through and then and maybe Katsuko has to team with Kento. But hey, maybe Nakajima will team with Kento anyways. <laughs> Even if he becomes from a corner champion. Yeah. So. Or it's a double count out and it's a draw or whatever. And they have to revisit the match eventually. All right. Well, let, 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 that's going to wrap it up for, for all Japan talk. Let's talk about stardom and, and Joshi in general in, 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 in Japan, Karen. And, and Karen's going to lead us off in this segment. Go ahead. All right. Well, you know, for those who follow us at the post wrestling, I do have a monthly column called Dream Slam Monthly. The October edition is available right now where I go through the in Japan international. Anyone going to Japan, I go into the scene with a fine tooth comb and I go through everything that I can possibly round up for the entire month. However, since that's come out, there have been a couple of updates. Uh, on October 31st, Nagisa Nozaki, who is was basically the ace of pro wrestling wave. She blew out her knee last year and she's been out at post-surgery rehabbing it for over a year now because it was back in the spring last year. On the 31st, she announced that once she is able to get back into the ring, she will be leaving Wave effectively, effective of November 1st, so as of yesterday, and she'll be a freelancer. So I'll be curious to see where she crops up. I could easily see Stardom making a, uh, making a play for her in the future because... She she is a talent very much like Suzu Suzuki that a lot of people have had their eye on, um, but we'll have to see. We, she has not announced a return date yet, but we'll wait. And then the rest is basically just a quick and dirty what's going on in November with Stardom in New Japan. Uh, next week on the 11th, New Japan Lone Star Shootout, Mayu Yutani will be defending her IWGP Women's Championship against CMLL Stephanie Vaquer. Vaquer challenged her last week uh, or over the weekend. Uh, at Las Vegas for the for a title shot. The 12th will have the Goddess Tag Finals, which unfortunately, just like the five star, people are dropping left and right with injuries. And it kind of bums me out. Uh, right now, people who are on the injured list or being kind of held back or off of shows, hoping that they can either work the upcoming big show or the end of the year show. Currently, we have Saya Kamitani, Utami Hayashista, Starlight Kid, Natsupoi, Tam Nakano, who has a title defense in a couple of weeks, and Koguma just got added to the list today. So it really sucks because Starm's gone really hard this year, and I think it's finally catching up with everyone. So I'm hoping that what they discussed in the uh, strategy meeting last month, the possibility of a shorter five-star Grand Prix or a smaller field or something, because they're, a lot of their top-tier stars that are wildly popular are now missing... The, set, the the final quarter of the year and possibly the big New Year's show that they're going to have on the morning of January 4th prior to Wrestle Kingdom. So hopefully everyone's getting well and healing up soon, but we don't know. And then on the 18th is Osaka Gold Rush. That's going to be their big pay-per-view of the month. Uh, World of Ch- Stardom Championship. Tam Nakano is defending against Suzu Suzuki, the 2023 five-star Grand Prix winner. I have a feeling that Suzu's walking out with that felt. That's just what my gut's telling me, especially if the end game is her versus Julia at uh, Dream Queendom in December. Mariah is going to defend the Wonder Storm Championship against uh, Saori Ano. High Speed Championship is May Sarah against Momoka Hanazono because it's in Osaka and Hanazono is an Osaka local and a big favorite. 
Sure, and Shuri's going to have a UWFI rules match against the Scandinavian Hurricane Alice Inc. I'm not familiar with her, but she's coming over, and they're going to have a match, and then the rest of the card will be announced at a later date. That's Listen. all. The, that's all the real big stuff that's going on, and anything else, hang out for the you know probably around the 24th or 25th Thanksgiving weekend. The next, the November issue of Dream Slam Monthly will be available for your reading pleasure. Listen, I, I know I know filthy Tom Waller might possibly be listening to this. Listen, Tom, like wh- when are you gonna get over to stardom and, and have a UWFI rules match with Sherry, huh? You, you need to get in there. <laughs> yes, please and thank you. Uh, Come on, just, yeah. just just get over your fear of, of, of Sherry and just just get in there and then no you two like can wrestler. officially you can officially join God's eye like Saki Nakashi uh, yeah, Saki did, you know. That that's she got over it, and she she's a member of uh, of God's Eye. You you I know you want to join God's Eye fully. You want you want the you want the T shirt. Come on, Tom. Just I'm sure Bushy Rose takes your phone calls. Just call him up and say, "Hey, give me that UWFI rules match with with Shuri." Yes, please. I'd watch that match. <laughs> That'd be a good match. That'd be a legit good match. Great match. All right. So, uh, anything else for for Joshi? Here. Not right now. No, no, it's been relatively quiet. It's kind of that weird, like, we're getting ready. Every Like, a lot of tournaments are winding down, but everyone's getting ready for the end of the year, like, the Christmas shows that close out the, the calendar year, and then getting ready for the Wrestle Kingdom week, first week of January, New Year, New Year, New Me shows. So, but we'll see what's coming up. I, I mean, you talk about all these injuries, and we talked about this regarding the five-star Grand Prix. It's, it's, it's too long. You have too many people in the field. There's too many matches. Correct. Listen, I love it, but it's too much. It. I don't know what their th- their theory is because more is not better. Qual- no, but th- they're losing money. They're gonna lose money because you you in have too many run, shows. Yes. In the long run, you're, you're burning out all these towns. Oh, yeah. like I wanted to see Mayu. Oh, she's out. I want to see. I don't know Tom. She's out because she, they wrestle too much and they wrestle a style that's, that does not does that's not you know lend itself to an american style you know yeah. uh touring schedule this is this is japan they should do two week tours hit hit some major towns some smaller towns that they want to expand into a bigger market later on and then take two weeks off and then go back on the road again but i think with the, the advent of streaming like they feel like you know this is also with new japan right as well they have all these shows that they feel yeah. that need to, to, to justify people paying <laughs> the fee to have the streaming service. Not everybody wants, Hey, I'll tell you this, Bush road. And this is for any other streaming service. Not everybody signs up because they want to watch something every week. That's why you have archives. I want to yeah. watch something every week on, on new Japan world. I don't need to see fucking house show in fucking Enahime. Okay. I can just, I want to watch the fuck that fucking best of the super juniors file from 1997 between fucking Dr. Wagner jr. And fucking Koji Kanemoto. How about you put that on the fucking streaming service? Okay. Anyway, sorry. That just went off on a rant, but things I don't get to see on the New Japan <laughs> world. Yeah. Uh, well, it, and the other thing is that with stardom is that they have a pay-per-view every month and it doesn't necessarily like when they're running a tournament, it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with anything in the tournament other than the, the fact of running a pay-per-view where they can have all these title defenses, but they're, you know, you pay for the separate, and this is my big beef. You have to pay a separate ticket fee yeah. for a Bullshit. limited time ticket. And then it's put on stardom world, but it's broken up into it. It's I, 
I need Stardom World to do whatever New Japan World is doing and getting a makeover, but they should be all combined into a single platform as Bushi yes. Fight because they're in the same umbrella company. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. I'm not paying for both. I do not pay for both. I'll tell you which one I do pay for. Stardom World. I pay for Stardom World because I feel it's a better value, especially with the amount of stuff they have in their archives. It's actually a pretty decently... If you want to go back and watch the history of Stardom, like that's a great platform. There's watch. also, but there's also a lot of information gaps. There's, there's a lot of the sure. old, old archives missing, which sucks. <laughs> but there is still enough for you to get familiar yeah. with, like the history of the company. Absolutely, I feel there's tons more gaps in in, in the New Japan. I, I know that has to do with TV rights, with TVSI, whatever, blah blah blah. But, anyways, let's let's talk about some upcoming shows. We're going to preview them. You'll probably be reviewing both of these shows, I imagine. Correct uh, me if I'm wrong. I, we are officially on the docket for Power Struggle on this coming Saturday. We are working out the details for Lone Star Shootout next weekend. All right. Well, let's start off with Power Struggle. Then uh, we are going to have the um, – this is going to be the wrap-up of the, uh, the Super Junior Tag League uh, featuring the teams of Yo and Musashi, Kushida and Kevin Knight, Ryusuke Taguchi and the DKC, El Desperado and Master Wado, Doki and Takamichinoku, Bushi and Teton. Robbie Eagles and Kosei Fujita, TJP and Francesco Akira, Clark Connors and Dan Maloney, and uh, Sho and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. This tour started October 21st, and we'll wrap up at the Osaka Edeon Arena. One of my favorite arenas, Karen, because the air conditioning in the that building is, <laughs> is, is amazing. Okay, so yes. let's talk about Power Struggle. <laughs> um, uh, to start off, we're going to get... Okay, so I, by the way, I'm going to go in the order that is listed, the match order that is listed oh, no! on New Japan's own fucking website okay 20 minute time limit frontier zone match is kind of like a, a junior like you know like it's kind of like one of those young lion shows that they used to do right uh yeah because they're bringing in from dragon gate mochizuki jr uh yoshiki kato and strong machine j taking on x x and x who's who are our three x's my guess i don't know i have no idea who the three x's will be maybe osaka pro guys because they're in osaka they're either Osaka Pro guys or juniors that aren't in the the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match or the Super Junior Tag League final. So it'll be a mishmash of probably like I don't know, Yo, Robbie Eagles, and ah, Doki. I don't know. It, it's it's going to be some weird, hitty combination that are just like, oh, okay, <laughs> sure, why not? So that's I think that's a dark match, by the way, because it starts at four p.m. 4.30 p.m. Uh, so opening, according to New Japan's website, will be <laughs> Will Ospreay versus Shota Umino for the IWP uh, United States slash United Kingdom Heavyweight Championship. I, I'm pretty sure that's not going on officially first. Uh, John Moxley versus the Great Okan. Uh, David Finley versus Tangaloa. Sonata and what? You, uh, Uemura? Yeah. He came back? Is he in five, just five guys? He is, he is back and he is, the, 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 what was it, the, 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 what is his name, Heat Storm, Heat something, Heat Gun, I don't know. Oh, it's not, as long as it's not Heat Vacuum, like, uh, you know, like, uh, no. my, my, your, your boy, uh, uh, Yujiro, he's a Heat Vacuum, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> my boy Yujiro, I don't claim him, he's not mine. <laughs> uh, anyways, Sonata and Yuya will take on Tetsuya Naido and Yorosuji, so it's a, it's a battle of Pierce with uh, Yuya Umura taking on Yosuji. That that's obviously this is a rivalry that they they're hoping to build 
from from this match going forward. <clears throat> you know, the continuing the burger chain versus the guys from Mexico, but not really from Mexico theme uh, that they've been doing for a while now. Uh, Kazuchika Okada, Tomohiro Ishii, and Hiroshi Tanahashi will defend their never six open weight six men tag team titles against TMDK, Zack Saber Jr., Mikey Nichols, and Shane Hayes. I, I smell a title change here. You think so? I think so. Uh, Hiromu Takahashi will, uh, the, the, the former, uh, DDT Iron Man heavy metal? metal is it? Wait, I, the DDT Iron Man metal heavyweight champion? Yes, something like that. Now I'm gonna look well, at the He's the former champion because his challenger for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion on this show, Taiji Shimori. Uh, is now the current DDT Iron Man champion. Uh, yep. He's going to challenge for Hiromo's other belt, uh, the the IWGP Junior title, which I do not think he's going to win because I think Hiromo's taking that to Wrestle Kingdom. So, yep. um, but it should be a good match. And and finally, our main event, Karen, according to New Japan's website, Catch Twenty Two, the one of the finalist teams in this uh, Super Junior Tag League, TJP Francesco Akira, will take on. My God. Well, I can't believe this match is happening. The House of Torture show and Yoshinobu Katamaru. <laughs> this is the main event for Os- not Osaka Edeon Arena 2, mind you, in the basement. This is Osaka Edeon Arena up main, on the second main, floor, everyone. The, the, the main arena. Have you ever been to Osaka Edeon Arena? I have. I was there last year for Stardom, actually. What a great, it, what I, a great venue. I love, I that, love venue. that venue. It's great. I, I, I'm okay. Just so, you know, just, just, just so I'm not joking anymore. I, th- I'm pretty sure Osprey versus Umino is the main event of this show. I'm guessing so. I, I feel like they're going to shuffle the card the main, the day of, but I don't know how they're going to. I, I, I kind of feel bad when it's preference as the Super Junior Tag League at for Power Struggle. That's in the whole tour name. And if they don't close the show, it's kind of sad, but I can't not see Osprey versus Umino not closing the show. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I, I kind of feel, by the way, about Yuya Uemura coming back. I feel like, you know, he heard he heard about, like, I man, I like it here in Impact. Oh, by the way, we're going to change it to, back to TNA. Okay, see you guys. He decided, I don't want to be part of TNA. He probably thought they were going to bring back Vince Russo to be the booker. He's like, I'm getting the fuck oh. out of here. No, please don't. Let, let's talk about we 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 briefly mentioned this when we talked about Katsuhiko Nakajima. So Shingo Takagi won the uh, never title from Tama Tonga, who won from David Finley. Um, so Tama's uh, was the transition champion from David Finley to Shingo. Three like, times in a row, he's been a transition uh, champion every time. Well, but anyway, Shingo won, and then he was like, "Who's gonna challenge me for this?" Belt. And then who comes up to challenge him? Well, I think it's on a TV screen, correct? Was was from from best friends Trent Beretta, and he's going to challenge he's going to challenge Shingo at the, the the Lone Star Shootout show. We'll preview in a second here. But also, who else tw- challenged him on Twitter? But Katsuhiko Nakajima. So that that match, I think, will happen. Wrestle Kingdom. I'd say that's a dome match, if not dome New Year's Dash, one of the two. But I'd prefer it be at the dome. I I, I do not see Shingo losing the Never Title to Trent Beretta, uh, and I do see him actually defending and losing to 
Katsuhiko Nakajima. But let's talk about Lone Star Shootout. This takes place November 11th at the Curtis Colwell Center in Garland, Texas. We're going to have Mystico versus TJP. Yeah, the the correct Mystico, not the fake one that they hired over in AW, which would be Drillistico. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. defending his world television title against Mike Bailey. Uh, for some inexplicable reason, Joey Janela is on a New Japan branded show and he will take on fellow comedy wrestler Toriano. And if you don't, if you people don't think Joey Janela is a comedy wrestler, I don't know what to tell you. You need to, you need to take your head out of the sand there. Uh, the Gorillas of Destiny, the, the, the new version, Karen, of Hikaleo and El Phantasmo. Soon, Hikaleo soon to be bound for, for WWE once his contract is up, probably by the end of this year. <laughs> That's my guess. You think so? They are the current uh, uh, strong open weight tag team title holders. They will take on my my favorite team as far as uh, as far as gear goes. Uh, the West Coast Wrecking Crew with uh, Jarrell Nelson and Royce Isaacs with all their tassels. Uh, I I mean I don't I don't I don't think uh, I just think because their gear game is a bit better. Hikaleo and El Fantasma are are going to retain these titles. Uh, Shigo Takagi versus Trent Beretta. And uh semi main event, according to this this site that I, I cut and pasted this this card off of. Eddie Kingston, the current strong open weight champion, uh, will defend against probably one of his biggest heroes, Satoshi Kojima. This should be he also like you know, like he's a big fan of Kenikobashi. Both of them are both big fans of Kenikobashi. They'd like to do the machine gun chops in the corner. So I think we'll see that spot. I even see Eddie probably Possibly try to do the Ichazo Bakayato spot and saying it properly, maybe. Well, in his thick, uh, you know, Queen's, uh, Queen's his, New York his, accent. His, I was like, yeah, his, his, his Queen's Hey, partner, Ichazo, partner, fuck you. Like that. Bakayaro. Like <laughs> Bakayaro, fuck you. Uh, and, and the, Af- the main event, it seems like, will be the IWGP Women's Championship, the aforementioned Mayu Iwatani, uh, Defending her title against Stephanie Vakir from CMLL. And, uh, you mentioned the Bushi Road uh, strategy con- conference that they had. And mm-hmm. at some point, like, uh, they announced this stardom show, like the morning of Russell uh-huh. Kingdom. And then Mayutani, you said, told me, cause I didn't watch it, but you said she looked over at the president of Bushi Road and said, uh, aren't I defending this on Russell Kingdom? <laughs> and that would be my question too. It was a very awkward moment in the strategy meeting where they basically told her, no, whoever is IWGP Women's Champion will be defending that championship at the Stardom Show at Tokyo Dome City across the street earlier the same day. So there's a possibility that with two women's championships that they made a very big deal about in this company, neither of them could be defended on Wrestle Kingdom this year. After the I, whole I, big to do earlier this year with Kyrie and Tam and Mercedes Monet, I really want to see a show at Tokyo Dome City. It's a okay. nice looking venue. I've, I've never been. Yeah, it's a very like if you've seen pictures inside. It's a very nice looking building, and it's where Gleet does a lot of their shows for yeah. for YouTube and stuff. Um, yeah, looks like I would love to try to see a show there at some point. In my I life. still need to go to, to uh, was it Kyoto KBS Hall, that one with the giant stained glass window. That's, That's right. on my bucket list. Yeah. Just make sure you stop out of the stop off at a convenience store first because there's nothing around there to eat. You need to bring all the like onigiri and shit with you. Hey, Karage, you know. I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> that's so good. Where where was I? Anyways, that that's uh November 11th, 
Curtis Caldwell Center. Maybe, maybe you'll get a review from Karen and my boy, Brew Dog, Bruce Lord, for that. Doing, doing a great job on all these, like, uh, show reviews for, for, for the site. so right many of them. I don't like going back to like, you know, trying to space out time to relax. Bruce and I need time to relax. New Japan. Can, can you not have a show every other week, please? Thank you. <laughs> so we also mentioned this, that Hiro Takahashi won the, uh, the, the DDT Iron Man title. This, he did this at uh, the show called God bless DDT. That would happen at Corican Hall. He defeated, uh, uh, Kazuki Hirata, uh, to win the, title it's a bullshit title everyone it, it's like fucking fucking step ladders and a and a blow up doll won this belt so it's it's got bullshit title anyways hey, and uh, was on cell phone won the title in he, Vegas, he won so. the title minutes after harada defeated uh then champion takeshi masada and and harada and and well i don't know like i i'm assuming her was going to win this belt because he is slated to have a rematch with it. harada at ultimate party 2023 oh, on November 12th. Wow. That's a, Ryugoku, that's a big Kokugikan. deal. So, where was the, where is that WH? Ryogoku Kokugikan. I know well I don't know done. why you're saying this the name of this this venue. This is actually also known as Sumo Hall, by the way, everyone. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh so that and also on that card, I was looking at this card. Uh Chris Jericho will face Konosuke Takesh uh Takeshita. Did I say Takeshita? 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 <laughs> sure. Konosuke Takeshita will, will, will face off on this card. So bringing in that, their AW feud into. Now is, is Don Callis showing up in Takeshita's corner? I'm assuming he, he's, he's, he's going to make the flight over. So, uh, he's got, maybe he's got Kenny's going to Maybe Kenny's going to show up to back up Jericho and, and then Takeshita will have that's such an I, oddball, I, like oddball pairing, but yeah, I guess you who need else to is even in out this? the numbers. Who 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 the fuck else is in? Is it Kyle, Kyle Kyle Fletcher's also now in Don Callis's little circle? Um, okay, I'm Someone guessing at some point Mark, Mark Davis will have to be what you know since sure. they're a tag team and all. Um, I, I think Osprey's also part of that little clique now, maybe because. Oh yeah, he's, he is. He's kind of in there because because like he's shooting with Kenny kind of on and off, right? Yeah. So, anyways, that that's it for for the New Japan uh, section of this show. Uh, you have any other any final thoughts on any of these big shows, Karen? I'm I'm I, I have a lot of Super Junior Tag League to watch before Saturday. <laughs> there you go. A lot. Let's I'm, move I might on. Be, might be oh, cherry sorry. picking. I don't know. <laughs> Let, let's move on to Pro Wrestling Noah and. Yeah, I don't know what to say. There's, I got a lot of notes here in the sense like things that a lot of notes. have not been in Noah, but I don't feel anything's happening in Noah to be quite honest with you. So anyways, the big news, one of the big news is that uh, Jack Morris from the UK from, won the GHC national title, for, national title sorry, from one of my favorites, Dr. Wagner Jr. Jr. at the <laughs> Demolition, Demolition Stage in Fukuoka. Uh, show on October 28th at the Fukuoka International Center. Did you know Jack Morris's nickname is Sublime every time? I I mean, I approve. He is, of course, in good-looking guys. So if you Sublime what? every time, sure, why not? What, what, what's Sublime about him? Is he like a fine-tasting every, wine? 
everything. You see, you see, you see a fucking Alfredo sauce. That I mean, that's what you. I, we talk about sublime. You can talk about like wine I or mean, the taste of like a, he's, a he's sauce. Got the Scottish lilt. He's got the kilt. He's got the championship belt. Right. He's you're obviously injury. a fan, Karen. Let me tell you I what am. I think about Jack Morris. <laughs> oh, Jack no. Morris is a fucking poor man's fucking Drew McIntyre. All right, what? and and I don't even like Drew McIntyre. So that, 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 that is what I think about fucking Jack Morris. Like this fucking guy who's like. Listen, you're like a sec- third you? tier fucking Drew McIntyre, and I fucking hate Drew McIntyre. I think Drew McIntyre is a fucking third rate Drew McIntyre, you know, and he's the original. Anyways, for some inexplicable reason, they double championshiped uh, this this boring dude by also giving him an Anthony Green. Oh my fucking god, they're the GHC tag team champions. What the fuck? <laughs> That's bullshit. Oh, I didn't realize that. <laughs> Anyways, he ended. He he. Unfortunately, Jack Jack Morris here ended. Unfortunately, he ended a three hundred fifty-two three hundred fifty-two day reign that saw Junior Junior successfully defend that fucking title a record seven fucking times. Karen, so good for him. Junior Junior should just now move on to the GHC heavyweight title because he is he is super popular amongst the Noah faithful because he has really yeah. grown. In that company, he's a great fucking wrestler too. Um, but yes, uh, you know, so like him, yeah, Jack and, and Anthony Green. Why did they just call them like guys with greasy hairs? That's what that's what their real fucking group name should be. They defeated Real R E A L. This is the team created by Hideki Suzuki, featuring uh, Timothy Thatcher, who is real. He's a real grappler, and yes. someone who I don't think is real, Saxon Huxley, because he does like a a really bad knockoff of Bruiser Brody. Um, and uh, they did, they, they won these titles on September 24th. Why? I have no, I have no idea. He's anyways like, but they're giving the big push to Jack because they're like, maybe this will keep him from, you know, signing with WB when WB finally called comes a calling and they will, because he's got abs. So they're going to, they're going to, they're going to hire him. Anyone with abs and is white is probably going to get a call from the WB. Um, Keno, the other big news would be, Keno defeat. W- w- okay, stop me if I'm lying, Karen. Where's the lie in what I just said there? White guy I'm, with abs I'm, getting sorry, getting a call from WB. Of course, I'm, that's a fucking <laughs> given. Okay. Okay, Keno <sighs> defeated Jake Lee to win the GHC Heavyweight Title in a blistering, blistering thirty minute match on the same card. Well worth watching. They. I'm not a big fan of like this run of Jake Lee's, but. Hey, you know what? He he he's fucking he's fucking elevated himself with his matches, with his title matches, and he's got the push. They they've been consistent with him, and you know if anyone he's gonna lose, if there's anyone he should lose to, it's probably Keno. I would recommend people go watch this. Don't don't get squared by the. It's it's almost a thirty minute match. Uh, it's it's worth it's worth watching. He so uh, he, Jake won the title from Kaido Kimia back on March ninety. He held it for 223 days, had four successful defenses against Nakajima, against Marafuji, Sugiera, and Shizaki. So he, all his title defenses were against established former GHC heavyweight champions. So he didn't have any like younger guys coming in and trying to, trying to beat him or any, trying to take that belt from him. He defeated all established guys. So this, this is booking 101. Okay, it's one of the few smart things that Nosawa Rangai has done in his career as a fucking booker in this company is he made sure I'm going to establish Jake because all his challengers and he's going to beat and everyone he's going to beat is a former GHC heavyweight champion and a former established 
main event level GHC heavyweight champion. Okay, so this he's he doesn't matter if he loses to Keno, he'll be back in that slot. He's in that level. He's in the stratosphere in Noah. Uh, Keno's first challenger will be former teammate in uh, in the now dissolved Congo Manabu Soya, and that okay. As we record this, carrot, it's early. It's early November. That match is going to happen on January second. Okay, you are you're going to have a two month build for a match that I do not feel is worth a two month two month build. So at some point in this two months, they have to get Manabu Soya to a level where people are going to want because the, the only way people are going to pay for this if they want to see Soya defeat Keno. Okay, yeah. so you have to get him to that level. Do I have faith in the Noah book, booking to get him to that level? I do not, but it'll be interesting to watch, see if it actually does happen. Did Has he ever held the GHC National Championship? I don't remember, oh, yeah, but he oh, has yeah, been... Keno. Keno. Keno's been national champion. Yes. Yeah, but not, not Sawyer, right? I feel like he I had... I don't like, think so. I don't know if I'm confusing him with Kitamiya, but it's like I felt like... Both of them honestly should have held the GHC national championship first, but it, yeah, I, it's kind of if they're gonna wait till Noah the New Year to run this match, it's they're gonna have to do. I mean, I like Soya, I'm just not used to the concept of main event Soya. It's giving me, I hate to say it, Sonata vibes. Like, can he is he able to rise to the occasion? And once he does, is he able to sustain it afterwards? It's funny because like all these guys who are part of the the Muto era of all Japan that came under his dojo, right? Soya, Sonata, these guys are all like now finally getting to a level in 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 the companies that they're now in, right? Sonata finally got to that top, that that main event level. Soya is seemingly going to join them. He was he was a main event guy in Russell One, but that was a smaller company because he yeah. he he jumped ship. Like a lot of people did with Muto when he left all Japan to form Russell one. Um, yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Like you, you have to really do something with Soya in terms of like the kind of matches he's going to have between now and January 2nd. Like he's going to have to defeat some big names. I, I do think you should put him in there with Sugiera. That's that. That'd be a great match. And Shizaki, you're going to have to have like him have like a decent, like amount of time to have like, really hard hitting matches with both guys. Um, yeah. And, and I think that will establish him. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. You know, I, I've got to say, Karen, you know, like I, I, out of curiosity, I was looking at a cage match, which is, you know, one of the best sites out there for, as a resource for people like us. And, and of course our own post post wrestling zone, John Cena is a contributor over there because John Cena, do you know, Karen, that John Cena watches pretty much everything in wrestling? I think I'm convinced he doesn't sleep. Like, I feel like all he does is, like, he has, like, that the Batman control room with, like, everything running at the same time. And he just stares at all of it. And and he's also playing Spider-Man 2 nonstop, apparently. Uh, but, yes, uh, I was looking at Noah's, like, recent Noah shows from, like, maybe about a month worth of Noah shows, right? And I just kind of looking at the attendance figures. And then I also took a look over at uh, the, 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 I think it's the WordPress, uh, Hisami's WordPress uh, Noah blog. Yeah. Great resource if you want to know about uh, processing Noah. And she had a she had an article about upcoming shows. And I'm looking at these these venues that they're having this upcoming tour at. These are all small venues, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at their recent spate of of shows in the last month or so. Most of them, 
are at buildings that uh, don't have a capacity larger than Corican Hall, which is about 1,500 people, okay? Wow. And about 1,500 okay. people is, as far as I could tell, was their their biggest attendance in the last uh, in the last month or so. This is for the, uh, or the last month and a half, two months. This is for the Marafuji 25th anniversary, which featured him against Will Ospreay in the main event. So that's definitely going to sell at Corkin Hall. I, I, you know, yeah. um, but I think you could have had that. You could have had it loaded that show up with a bit more. You could have, yeah. you could have run Sumo Hall with that show. I think you could have done very, you could have done more than 1500 people, but a lot of their shows are like, you know, they're, they're doing these kind of like magic Monday. They're, they're, they're branded these shows called magic Monday or Monday magic shows. Which just sounds like some, what what that is some bullshit like, like Monday Night Raw program? thing or some I don't know what it is just some 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 stupid thing that they're doing they're, they're running those in Shinjuku Face okay okay I, and that's a very <laughs> small venue I've never that's been like a Shinkiba style is, venue right oh so it's like a lunchbox got it yes it's it's a small <laughs> place right so their their shows are averaging like the the only thing that this re- recent Fukuoka show that we just talked about with the with the Jack Morris and Keno title wins this was in the the fu- in Fukuoka I forget the name of the building but that that was over that was just around 1300 people so under the Marafuji anniversary show but you you see like attendance figures in the low 100s, like 134 people, 124 people, uh, up to maybe possibly close to 500 people for for a month worth of tour touring. And I I look at that, I'm like, that's crazy. That's that's not good for what is considered to be, you know, for the last year year or so, the number two company in Japan, backed by probably a bigger like backing company, like uh, in sponsorship company, in cyber fight in cyber agent they they have more money than bushi road and now they can't book like buildings that hold about a thousand or to two thousand people especially for bigger shows that to me is crazy but here's the thing karen they have squandered all their main events in the last three years they've squandered them to fujita they squandered them to muto they have fucked over kaido kimia they have taken any star power he had and they fucked him they fucked him over to new japan who then treated him like shit. And then he came back less of a star. He should have become back as a bigger star, but no, he came back as a lesser of a star because they booked him like shit in the G1 and Noah did nothing to protect him. And this is now why they are reaping what they sow. They're in these fucking buildings that can't draw more than a thousand people, probably can't even hold a thousand fucking people. And, and it's sad. It's sad because I feel they have one of the best rosters. They, they bring in a lot of international talent that I think wow, this, this would be great to see them in significant like programs and leading up to significant title matches. But I have no faith right now in, because they the, the, the core problem is the booking of this company. And, and obviously, yeah. like CyberFight feels it because they have, slashed, they have evidently slashed the budget for, for, for them touring in bigger buildings. Well, the thing is, is that like their New Year's show that they're having on January 2nd, they're running Ariaki Arena where, where uh, Historic Crossover was taken, and that is a big building. But if you're if you're hoping that you're going to like pack that building out, you need to start... Do you think that they could actually rehabilitate Kaito Kiyomiya's image now that Muto's officially retired, not retired? We don't know what if he's retired or not. Like, Is there a way to salvage what's left before people start leaving like Katsuhiko Nakajima did? No, 
No, because like you, you start, you have to start building people up from the next crop. You, you have squandered Kiyomiya. Like the only way he can salvage his career if he leaves. Okay. That's the only way he's going to salvage his career because he is tainted in Noah because they think, oh, he's the, he's the guy that lost to Buto all those times and, and then became his, 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 his bellboy, you know, like, oh, he carried his bags during when he got into the WB Hall of Fame. <laughs> that's what they, well, he actually go, he got sick, but that's what he was going to be. Yeah. That was like yeah. the, the other dude, right? The Edamura guy, the, the big, yeah. the big boy. Like that, that's who they're, they should be hoping to push is, is him. Like, yeah. you know, because he hasn't been tainted yet. Like, I honestly think Kiyomiya should just said, I, hey, New Japan, my contract's up. I'm leaving. Or he's just like, listen, why did Nakajima leave? One, he probably saw the landscape. And he also probably like saw how he's been booked in the last two years in this company and thought, I've had enough. I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm going to freshen up my career. I'm going to have fresh matches. I'm going to make more money. Right. That's why he left. And he's, and he's, Anyone who's watched for us, like, no one's not like some, some blind, like, put blinders on and just like blindly follows this company and like slays, oh, they're amazing. No, there's a lot of problems in this company. Yes, there's some good stuff in there, but it's, it's overshadowed by a stale, by stale booking. They, they, they don't commit to people. The only person they committed was someone they brought in over from another company, Karen. Is that yeah. Jake Lee got the push that Kaito Kiyomiya should have got last year. That's, that's, that's how sad this company is. It's like, and I would say Kaido Kimia is, is more of an investment than Jake Lee is at this point now. Like he's a, he's a long-term investment. And like right now I know that he's, you know, helping out with Ryohei Oiwa's like domestic excursion instead of sending Oiwa internationally. He's doing his, his excursion over at NOAA, but Kaito should, I don't want to say he's babysitting him because Robbie Eagles is kind of doing the same thing with Fujita as part of TMDK. They're now they're tagging together in tag league and stuff like that. But it's like, I could ostensibly see Kiyomiya leaving at some point at, you know, because he's helping out with new Japan talent in Noah, but also I still stand by my argument that Kiyomiya should have been the one to pin Sonata in the G1 and get at least get a title shot. Yes. We talked about this. Yes, for sure. It's ridiculous. I'm still mad about that because I just feel like when he was in the G1, there was an opportunity and it kills me that they just clowned him out. Like they could have done something with him to make him bring more eyes back to Noah. And that's unfortunate. And I don't think he can't keep showing up in new Japan and losing. So if he shows up there again for, if they're going to do another Wrestle Kingdom crossover show that kind of crops up two weeks after Wrestle Kingdom's over, they need to book this man better. They need to do better by him. The only way they're going to book him better, Karen, is if he signs a contract with the champ for wrestling. <laughs> you know, that's the only sure. way. I, I guarantee you, I, like, if he does that and he goes back to Noah for guest spots, they're going to book him better because he's a New Japan contracted wrestler. Listen, the reason, fine. the fact that New Japan sends Oiwa to Noah as an excursion, like, that that shows you what their perception of crossing Noah is. Is like you are a little territory for us that we're going to send our guy to get seasoning there. We're not going to bother sending him to Mexico. We're not going to bother sending him to the United States. We're going to send him to Wrestling Noah because that's we think Wrestling Noah is a third rate company that he can get some seasoning in because there's talented people there. But 
he's not going to get enough exposure like as, as you know because that's what you do with excursions is you send them to get seasoning to yeah, where to they're not going to get other styles I, I don't i i feel like it's a disadvantage to oiwa because he's not learning about the styles of other countries and that, that yeah. that's the one thing i always liked about it was like you know you learn about the uk scene and how like they're more technical and then you like the u.s indie scene which is just the wild west and everything's a little mix of everything and we're sending down to mexico or have them learn some lucha i just i just don't i feel like putting him in noah as an excursion i don't want to call it lazy but it feels lazy <laughs> well i don't, I I mean, don't know what is. he's going it to learn lazy. other than he just gets the chance to wrestle different people it's lazy and it just and, and i think it's embarrassing that noah agreed to this <laughs> that they're like we're not we're not like your fucking backyard like you know what i mean we're yeah. not your like you're not your farm system. It's, we're not your NXT. That, that's what they. That's what the perception is. Is like fucking Perezing Noah is the NXT for 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 New Japan's main roster. And and like if I was them, I would have said no. Why? My I'm baffled because they potentially have more. They should have more money to be able to say to them, we don't need you. We don't we don't want your help because we have Cyber Agent. We're part of Cyber Agent. We have. Uh, you know, we have billions of yen at our disposal potentially because like Cyber Agent has all these fucking mobile games that they make billions of yen off of every day. <laughs> you know, it's crazy like that, 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 but this is the perception. Like you get that the parent company doesn't care about. Yeah. Like here's the thing. Bushi Road cares about New Japan, you know, because it's a, it's a big source of their income for their, yes. for their, for the quarterly reports to their investors and whatever they have. Right. they, a little less so for for stardom, it seems, because you know, like if they did, they would have Mayu Watani on that show on Russell Kingdom. On Russell Kingdom, that. yes, yes, right. That's and we'll, we won't get into that. But <laughs> anyways, we will we'll uh, well our last piece of news from Pro Wrestling Noah. Let, let me just get this banner up. Uh, <laughs> okay, so yeah, uh, Masato Tanaka. By the way, if you know this, No Rangai decided. You know what we need. Another fucking title and pressing another Noah. another championship. So he's brought back the, the the formerly defunct GHC Hardcore title that was that was started in the Masawa era by Junakiyama, um, and and so they they said who's gonna who's gonna become our first champion? Well, who chimes in? But but GCW regular and no pressing no regular Ninja Max said I'm gonna be the first champion. Who's who am I gonna challenge for this fucking belt? Well, who else but the hardcore legend himself? No, I'm not talking about McFoley. The real hardcore legend, Masato Tanaka. So they had a match at uh, on October 23rd uh, on Monday Magic Episode 2, which, by the way, apparently didn't sell out until they announced that the great Muda was going to make an appearance. Not to wrestle, but to, just to show up in his fucking gimmick. And apparently, that show sold out like that because a real star. I guess all I wanted about my negative feelings about Green Minute, but a real star was going to be at the show that then they said, oh, well, we've got to see, even if he's not wrestling, we got to see a real star. So anyways. Um, y'all have seen him. They've been seeding him. He's been, he's been around for how long since the dawn of time? <laughs> he's 60 years old, everyone. He's the biggest star for us and Noah has had in the last five years. <laughs> That's... Anyways, I've said I've said more than my fair share about what I think about how Keiji Mudo was booked in, in, in pressing Noah to at the expense of everyone else, and they're paying for it now. You see it, Karen. You're you're seeing it in in cold hard attendance numbers like that. They are paying 
for for their lack of um you know like uh, foresight they're look they're they're paying for the lack of vision for the future by just squandering and 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 like selling out all their younger talent to like these guys that wrong Nosawa wrong guys is just a stupid mark for anyways uh yeah Masato Tanaka he's you know there's more belts. No one cares. Anyways, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Post Perez. Um, I hope people enjoy it. This is this is going forward. You know, Park and Peterson. Peterson Park? I mean, A comes before E in the alphabet, so Park and... I mean, it is your show. I'm just... I'm uh, you're, you're in charge, senpai. I'm I'm just the new kid here. So does, ne? Not a hold on, ne? That's it for this show. But guess what? You know what's being else else coming out around the same time as this this show, Karen? MCU later. Rich fan, myself, and special guest, Karen Sensei herself, Karen Peterson, will be talking about Loki season two, episode five, the penultimate episode. Have you caught up? I'm working on it. <laughs> You're working on it. Just just be ready by Saturday. You have yes. you have a couple more days before we have to record. I I haven't yes. watched it because I'm recording this with you. It's it's I gotta go watch Loki season five season uh, season two episode five right after this, and then the three of us will talk about it. Also, uh, last week we released the, the new episode of the Long and Winding Roll Road, uh, talking about uh, Terry Funk's first retirement match, uh, his greatest retirement match. And also his importance to the history of all Japan for wrestling. I talk with Braden Harrington from Poison Rana about that fun, very fun show. I shot, I, I recorded that on location at the BDE Towers. Karen, it was a, it's a fun time. And, uh, have you seen their, their Halloween costumes, by the way? Davey and Braden's Halloween costume. I, I, I was spamming them on Instagram with messages. I, I loved everything. They look like they yes. had such a good time. Like I am very much a homebody on Halloween. So I appreciate the people that are able to put together costumes and then go out and do things. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, go onto the Instagram, Poison Rana uh, Instagram, and, and, and or Braden or Davey's personal Instagrams. You can see um, Davey doing a very, actually, if you see the videos, you can see Davey doing a really spot on uh, cosplay of Seth Rollins, current version of Seth Rollins um, with the, you know, this stuff 25 and, out of 10 and, 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 him and, 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 but i gotta say you know topping it is is brayden as skewers in the head bloody john moxley <laughs> it's amazing I, when i saw these pictures they they hinted they said do you want to know what we're gonna do for halloween so to figure it out and they i said no it just surprised me on on halloween and then i saw their instagram and i was like thank i'm glad i didn't know because I, I think I don't think I don't think I would have imagined they, they would have been as this good, especially Braden. Braden's that just inspired. But anyways, kudos to to our friends over at Poison Rana for having uh, what looked like an amazing uh, Halloween with their friends as well. Okay, Karen, you have any plugs for yourself? Uh, again, Dream Slam Monthly will be out near the the last Saturday of this month. Uh, Bruce and I will be bringing the ba- the band back together again for another weekend show. Uh, Power struggle this coming Saturday, and then we'll be doing. We'll be recording. Hopefully, if we can get the schedule to work out, we'll be doing a Lone Star Shootout, and then that's it for me for this month. I don't know about December just yet. Yeah, so we'll be back. You and I will be back December. I, I'm thinking we're, we're going to do a year end year of a 
2023 year end review basically on on that show and then uh well maybe i think it brings someone on for that well, we'll uh, i won't disclose who that is until we get closer to the date i'll ask that person um but yeah karen can be found of course uh new japan reviews this show mc later guest spots she she runs the gamut people like you can find her at the grapple uh podcast sometimes you, you know, love sometimes grapple she does some uh some stuff for poison rana you know with the with the bde and uh i don't know let's say until next time sayonara bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in virginia turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet mgm app and sign up using code champion 150 then Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.